What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Alton Podcast. My name is Colton, one of the co-founders of Alton Innovations, and I'm here with my boy, Austin. Say hello to the people, my man. How's it going, guys? It's going to be a nice Wednesday morning. Oof, it sure is. And before we get started officially, I want to say altonpodcast.com. Hit it up. And then on top of that, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Radio Public, all major streaming platforms. What do you think about that, Austin? Super exciting to see our content on so many different devices and to have a website. I know, I know. It's pretty cool. Phenomenal. Yeah. And, and this uh, is episode 10. Yeah, episode 10. We hit the double digits. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so speaking of double, we're going to be talking about foldable devices today, okay? Um, Specifically, the Galaxy Fold durability test that CNET did about a week ago. Um, And the reason why this is getting so much coverage is not only because the Galaxy Fold broke in the process for fun, um, you know, for science, obviously for science, everything's for science, science. Um, (laughs) but... It didn't hold up to Samsung's uh, standards. Samsung said a Galaxy Fold will be able to stand up to 200,000 folds, but the CNET uh, test only went up to, let's see here, 120,000 folds. Kind of low, but, but, you know, you got to figure the average user probably isn't going to use you know, a thousand fold a day or five hundred fold a day to make that really significant. Yeah, they're estimating a range of about eighty to two hundred mm-hmm. folds per day. So that's still, you know, several years of potential usage. Right. I mean, it really depends on what you do on your phone as well. Like, if yeah. you're using a Galaxy Fold for business and you're like constantly writing emails and stuff like that, then you're opening it way more than the average person who might just open it to watch YouTube videos, like, in their bed, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. So, like, it, it honestly depends on, you know, what content you're viewing on it, who you are, what you use it for. Um, like, if you're going to use it more as, like, a computer, then obviously mm-hmm. you're going to use it more in the, the unfolded, the open um, version versus just the regular phone version. Um, so, I mean, like I said, it really just depends um but then austin and i were talking we were thinking what does this uh mean for the future of folding devices are we going to see like more durable uh screens are we going to see more foldable devices in general are we going to see less so we're gonna uh introduce the the future of folding phones in this podcast so what are you thinking austin what's the future of folding phones they're gonna grow they, they have to grow. But my concern with this model specifically is I love Samsung. Mm-hmm. Galaxy phones, I've had one since the Galaxy S5. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still run it. I have the Galaxy S9 right now. Lit. And, you know, this is a $2,000 device. Mm-hmm. So my primary concern is when does that screen fold start popping up? Mm-hmm. I don't want to pay $2,000 for something and then have a little fold in my screen because that's going to drive my OCD absolutely insane. Yeah. So I wonder that the bigger question right now is, do we think it's going to be more a hinge base like Microsoft is introducing? 
Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be more of a foldable screen base like the Samsung Galaxy they're introducing? Yeah. I mean, in general, durability-wise, the hinge going down the middle separating the two screens, um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously that's going to go way longer, durability speaking. But I think people are naturally going to gravitate towards the full screen with the crease in the middle simply because the experience is, um, I guess, more fluent and more unique. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if I had a preference, uh, I think we're going to see more with the hinge in the middle uh, with two separate displays simply because it's probably, well, it's, it is easier to make. And uh, it's an interesting entry point for these smartphone manufacturers. So I think we're definitely going to see a couple more of those. But I obviously think we're also going to see more uh, full screen ones simply because the first ones were the ones without the uh, hardware hinges down the middle. So we're kind of in a weird limbo here because Mm -hmm. the first ones introduced were the full screen. But now we're starting to see ones without the full screen with a physical hinge in the middle. So I think we're going to see a mix here in the next two years, Austin. Absolutely. I do think that early game, it's going to be the hinge, mm-hmm. 100%, mm-hmm. until they get the technology better for our screens. Yeah. Once they hit that peak of that, they should be able to do better screens that won't have that crease on the middle because... I'm sure nobody wants to see a crease in the middle of the phone that it's bought right. you know, in six months. Especially when you paid $2,000 for it. Which is insane. <laughs> I think phones are going to keep getting more expensive. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, if you really think about it, if a phone is double the size simply because you can fold it, the specs in it are obviously going to be more beefy, uh, especially to handle a bigger display. Yeah, but... Do you think there's a limit to how much the people are going to pay? Of course, 100%. And I honestly think that might be why Apple's smartphone numbers have gone down over the past year or two is because they were the first one to introduce the $1,000 smartphone. Because for a while there, smartphones were about 750 It was a mm-hmm. comfortable spot for a couple of years that everyone didn't mind paying for. And then out of nowhere... Apple introduced the iPhone 10, which was 20 or not 25 percent, um, $250 more. So I think that's definitely what started their dip. Um, not mm-hmm. to be fair, they did also release the 10R, which was the $750 version. But people aren't stupid. They know it's a stripped down version of what was supposed to be the, the regular 10. Um, so I, I don't know. People definitely want cheaper phones with more in it, Mm -hmm. and you can't say the quality is not there because if you look at a device like OnePlus, you're getting flagship specs for like 500 bucks. That's a fair point, but do you think the flagship phones over the years are going to progress to the more expensive models as well? I mean, it just makes sense from a business aspect. If you see a market that is allowing people to pay more and more money increasingly, you're going to want to up your game a little bit too why would you spend or give people a phone for five hundred dollars yeah when you can charge 750 and to buy it right i mean a hundred percent it's already happened samsung mm-hmm. already in the one thousand dollar phone game and with the the fold they're obviously already introducing a two thousand dollar market 
Um, granted, the Fold is more of like a, a luxury device, obviously. And I think uh, especially tech heads and people who where money is not necessarily an issue, they're definitely going to go out and buy these devices simply to experience them and just kind of say they had them. Um, I mean, let's be real. They're unique. And if you really think about it, $2,000 for a smartphone is, as much as I hate to say it, not that expensive when you're getting great specs with a very unique device. I'd say that is really pricey, though. Yeah. I mean, you got to figure $2,000, just doing some quick little math here, mm -hmm. and usually you get phones for two years, so 24 months. You pay yeah. for it monthly through your company. Mm -hmm. That's $83 a month. Yeah. That's just a phone. That's not your service. True. So I think the balance should be a half and half. You, you can pay 40 for your phone, 40 for your service. That makes a fair bill. Okay. When you start going into this incre uh, increasing increments of you're paying like an 80-20 relationship, mm -hmm. that's not, that might drop people away. I don't know how well this phone is going to sell. Minus yeah. to the enthusiasts that are, you know, Samsung addicts like I am. Yeah. Or they just want to have the newest and greatest innovative technology. Right. And I'm not going to lie, um, the price, honestly, well, the price is holding me back from getting it. But at the same time, um, it's like, how durable is version one? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, like, obviously, the tech YouTubers have gotten the handle of this and have made extensive videos. Obviously, CNET did their folding uh, test. Um, but... You know, version one, me and you talked about this when this first came out. Does anyone, well, not does anyone, um, people do refrain from buying version one products simply because mm -hmm. they're version one products. They're going to have those kinks that need to be, you know, hammered out. And um, people are more likely to buy a V2 product, especially something unique like this and has more of a durability aspect to it. Absolutely. I'm worried about dropping this phone. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, cases are going to have to do a really new change to go with these portable phones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and as far as the technology is concerned, yeah, it's amazing that they put two phones in one. Mm-hmm. But that's what they did. They put two phones in one. Yeah. I mean, well, okay, it's technically one phone and a tablet in one. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then that obviously technology the is not necessarily new. They just right. found a way to combine it. So they just doubled up everything. Right. Is that worth over a double markup for the phone? It's so, probably not. So, I mean, if you simply put the two devices next to each other in a cart, um, depending on the brand you get, you are looking at probably 1500 to $2,000. Well, like 2S9s. Mm-hmm. Or two S tens, whatever they have right now, I can't remember. Yeah, um, it's two thousand dollars. Just seven fifty a piece, unless you buy the premium version. Uh, no, that's the ten E. That's the ten E now. Yeah. So they raised their game too, because Apple. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they did the. They took the exact same play as Apple did with the ten. Hmm. Yeah, you just know, the standard ten is one thousand dollars, my guy. 
That is saddening, honestly. <laughs> um, I know. I think a good price point for this film would be fifteen hundred, flat. Yeah, and I if think if I saw it at fifteen, I think I would be tempted to get it. Yeah, and you know, like I was saying about the whole V one V two thing, I think they're definitely gonna find something, some spots to get the price down. Um, I don't think it'll get as low as fifteen hundred. Um, no. Maybe not even seventeen fifty. But I can maybe see them getting it down if they truly want to get it down to about 1800 1850 Yeah, and it also depends on how well the sales do. So if right. V1 sales are just trash, mm-hmm. they're going to knock off more of the total price than they think they need to. Right. So that's when we might see that 1500 mm-hmm. But if sales do really well and it surpasses their expectations, they may up the price to... 2250 2500 next phone. Yeah. And it really depends on the specs that are in it, too. That's the real kicker. Because mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, the Galaxy Fold has, what, 12 gigs of RAM? And, like, so. a 4500 milliamp hour battery? Um, yeah, I mean, there's some fantastic specs in it, obviously. Um, and, the, you know, obviously to accommodate the giant screen. Technically, mm-hmm. uh, a tablet screen and a smartphone screen. So, there's a lot that's in it. Um, yeah. but you know, honestly, um, like it's cool, but, uh, it's just not worth the money right now, in my opinion, mm-hmm. personally, especially with it being a V1 product and with it being like the first major competitor in the folding screen space, other than the Surface Neo that was announced, mm-hmm. but those aren't coming out till next year. So those have like two years ahead of the game when it comes to technology on top of the fold you know what i mean absolutely and so the, the big question is who do you think is going to be next what's the next company to release a folding smartphone <sighs> do you think apple will release one i think they have to hmm. do you think they will though yes okay um so Apple is notorious for being late to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they release one, I don't think it's going to be until fall 2021. Really? I honestly think it will be that long. Nah, that, it's going to be Christmas time next year. You think it's going to be as early as next year, huh? The 12s? I think they're going to rush it for those potential sales. Really? Any smart company would, man. Really? Um, you know, I wonder if they're going to wait for the same year as the Galaxy Folds version 2. I think that would be a better business play for them. Well, right now there's no competition for the Surface, Microsoft. Next holiday 2020, yeah. besides the Galaxy Fold, okay. there is no competition. Yeah. Do people buy Microsoft phones, though? I haven't seen them, but they might start. I mean, Windows phones were a thing, but the last time I checked that statistic, it was under 5% yeah, of the, the entire smartphone less market. Than Apple, yeah. Yeah. But this new foldable device might be what gets them back up a couple margins, and to have competition there besides the Galaxy Fold would be smart. Mm-hmm. Apple can use their weight to kind of pull away some sales from that company. Yeah. It would be very interesting to see what they would, you know, send or uh, show us. Um, so are you in agreement that Apple would be the next major competitor? Yeah, I'd say Apple would 
have to be because Google's already releasing their event mm-hmm. in a couple day, a couple weeks here, a week here now. Yeah. So if they don't announce it there, they're probably not going to have one coming out. Yeah. And that would be the next big potential right. competitor. Right. I mean, can you see a Pixel Fold? Oh, I could see a Pixel Fold, absolutely. Yeah, but not this year, you don't think? Simply because of how soon the event is. Unless they're just doing really well hiding it from us and they're going to drop the bombshell. Yeah. Which, you know, could happen. Yeah. Uh, but if they don't announce it this release, it's not happening. So the Pixel 4 has been leaked heavily. So mm-hmm. I feel like if there was a Pixel Fold, uh, it would have been leaked. But Absolutely. I haven't seen one leak about it, which means I don't think it's happening. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's going to be Microsoft versus Apple next holiday season. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any... I don't see a date on when these... These are officially out now, aren't they? The Folds? Yeah. Yeah, they're out in people's hands. You can buy them right now. Perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think this one's going to take over the holiday market. Um, but I don't see the V1 doing too good, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly... I don't know how to get a case for my phone if I buy this thing. Yeah, so I think it comes with a case, but let's be real. It's more like a skin. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Galaxy 10 fold case. Because technically, you can't put a case around the hinge. Because it it folds. (laughs) Yeah. Um, um, you know, it's definitely something people are going to think about, especially because how expensive it is. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I could see coming out for these if they're not out already, Austin? What? I can see, like, sleeves coming out for these. Like, I can too. Yeah. Like, you know, you just drop it in the sleeve. If I mean, but if you really think about it, if it's in the sleeve, it's most likely in your pocket. So then do you even buy the sleeve? <laughs> That's true. Um, and I'm looking on Amazon right now here. Yeah. And I see no case Yeah. at all for this new Galaxy phone. Mm-hmm. Which, for me, as a person that does drop the phone occasionally, usually has the phone when I'm skating around playing hockey or whatever. Right. That, that, that deters me immediately. Right. I'm not going to buy this phone if there's no case to protect it. Right. And, you know, I mean, a lot of people don't use phone cases, but there's obviously a lot of people that do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It really depends on how big the market is. Yep. Yeah. And from what I am seeing and hearing, the market for it is not that big. Uh, the want for it is big. But the actual people paying for it now already is not that big from what I'm getting. Yeah, I don't think it's... It's going to grow. It's going to become a new mainstream thing. Mm-hmm. But it's going to take a few years you yeah. know, to kind of get that really going to perfect the technology. Uh, again, a fold on my screen. Right. That will just drive me up the nearest wall. <laughs> I mean, I'd return it. I really would. Yeah, I mean, Um, you know, obviously that's a huge preference point, which is why I said we'll probably see some more with the hinge down the middle, too, breaking through that screen, making them two separates. Ooh, do you think Apple's going to do that, or are they going to do a foldable screen? 
You know, considering Apple is all about innovation and like modern, sleek looking products, mm-hmm. I'm going to guess, take a stab at it, and say they're going to do the folding screen with no hinge. I think so. Simply because it looks cooler, it's more, you know, eye grabbing. Um, it's just more their brand if they go without the hinge in the middle, in my opinion. I think they're going to do a hinge. Really? 100%. Hmm. Why? They've always been so proud of their hinges when I look on the Apple Airs. Really? The MacBooks. Interesting. Their hinges, which are very nice. I'll give it to them. They did really nice design work on the hinges. Mm-hmm. Unless you are the repair guy, then they're the biggest pain in the ass. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> So I could see them doing some kind of version of their hinge that they have on the Macs. Yeah. On their phone. Interesting. That'd be very interesting to see. I can't wait. Yeah. And I think that's going to do it for this podcast, everybody. Uh, like I said in the beginning, altonpodcast.com to get all of those streaming links. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all major streaming platforms. You name it, we're on it. And uh, yeah, with that, we'll see you guys in the next podcast. Thanks for listening.